0: Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank the Lord God Almighty. Isn't he awesome? Yes. Woo! I'm glad it's not below zero yet. Yes. <laughs> Let me tell you, we're like 10 degrees colder up there. Praise the Lord. The Lord has already blessed this service. I'm so thankful y'all are here. For those that are out there listening, God bless you, and I pray that you will be nourished tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Now, I know this is uh, the holiday season, and thankfully, as I said, it's not below zero yet, because I don't like to be frigid cold. I don't like it. Oh, I'm cold enough. I say, I'm old and cold. (laughs) And my daughter tells my grandson, Nana is old and crotchety. (laughs) I said, I am not. (laughs) Anyways... I've had this message, this thought for a, a few weeks, and, uh, and I, I said, Lord, it's holiday season. It's a time of joy and peace and love and all that. But the book of Ecclesiastes tells us that to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven, right? And verse 8 in chapter 3 says a time to love, a time to hate, a time of war. And a time of peace. So I'm going to be teaching on a time of war. There are times in our life that we have to fight, right? And it's apparent that we are in a time like no other time that we have ever lived. And we need to understand that we are warriors for Christ. For his truth and for his righteousness. Righteousness is what's on my mind. It's a war for righteousness. Amen. Ezekiel 15:3 says, "The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is His name. Yep. All soldiers need a commander-in-chief. I've never been a soldier in the Navy or the army, but I have brothers and my dad and some of you, I know pastor. <clears throat> but we have a true warrior who stands in the gap. Our pastor, he's our warrior. He's our commander-in-chief. He stands in the gap over us through his teaching, his preaching, his guidance. Whenever you need him, he's a text or a call away. And I don't bother him much, but when I do, I need him. Amen? Amen. And we can always call upon the true warrior, the almighty one, the God of gods, the king of kings, Jesus Christ himself. We must also learn to fight this good fight of faith rightly dividing the word of god there is a time of war and there is a time that we must fight for what is right exodus moses said unto the people fear not stand still and see the salvation of the lord which he shall show unto you today for the lord shall fight for you and he shall and you shall hold your peace there's a time to speak and there's a time to be quiet there's a time to fight And there's a time to wait on God. Amen? Amen. Deuteronomy 9 and 3 says, Understand therefore this day that the Lord thy God is he which goeth before thee as a consuming fire. He shall destroy them. He shall destroy whatever you're fighting. And he will burn it up and it will turn to ash and you need to just leave it there. How many times do we go through fights and wars and battles and we just say, well, God, maybe this should have happened or why didn't this happen? Leave it alone. Leave it alone. It's burned up. He's a consuming fire. He fought the fight for you. It's over and done. But we're human and we can't always do that. But I'm trying to teach you that that's what you need to do. Because when the people of Israel went to war and they were told not to bring back any of the spoil and they did, they got in trouble. Swallowed up, killed, murdered. You got to do what it says. Amen? Amen. Leviticus 26 and 8 says, And five of you shall chase a hundred, and a hundred of you shall put ten thousand to flight. We have more than five people in this church. Do you know the power we have when we bind together? Amen? Amen. We can do more than we can even imagine. We can. Thank you for sharing that song. I, maybe we should learn it someday because I need you and you need me. Amen? <clears throat> and just down a couple of chapters in Deuteronomy, it says one can chase a thousand. One. I can do this. Me and Jesus, ha! we got it together, and we're going to win the battle. Yeah. Don't worry about the fight. Yeah. Do it anyway. Yeah. Amen? And two ten thousand to flight. Two of us can put ten thousand to flight. Ain't no enemy to come and can come against you that you can't win the war. <clears throat> Who is this king of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty, mighty in battle. God never loses a fight. Never never lost a battle. Whatever the fight is and whatever you are facing or whatever you're going through right now. I don't know, but God knows. He knows everything. He knows everything. You can't keep any kind of secrets from him. But when he, his consuming fire hits the ground, it's over. And there's nothing you can do about it. Can't change it. Amen? Even Jesus said that there would be wars and rumors of wars. Be not troubled, for all of these must come to pass, but the end is not yet. In other words, we're going to keep fighting wars. We're going to keep fighting battles. Not every day is a good day. But it's always good when Jesus is around. Because he is good. Amen? Amen. We all fight different fights different, at different times. We all go through different things, not at the same time. Thank God. Can you imagine if the whole church went through the same thing at the same time? It would be tough. We'd get through it, but it would be hard. We may not always voice them or ask for prayer for them because sometimes a battle is, that is between you and God. Amen? Sometimes we ask for prayer for help because we need it, because we can't go do this alone. It's hard. Not every fight is going to be over in a day. It's not. Not every war is over in just a moment. But when God says it's done, it is done. But when we brethren fight together, we can do so much more than what we can imagine. So we are going to fight, and we're going to fight for truth. We're going to fight for what's right. So many times, so many things, so many people, they try to take things away from us, what we know to be true and what we know to be right according to the word of God. They don't understand what we do or why we do what we do. And so we explain to them in love, truth and love. Amen? Right. There is a battle that we all fight, a war that we cannot even see, one that can cut us down so hard that all we can do is cry out for help. God, help us fight this. And this battle, this war, is the war of and for righteousness. They want to take away what is right? They want to change the words in the Bible. They want, us to, they want us to believe that we don't really have to do that, that that really wasn't for today. Well, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So I'm sorry, I love you, but I'm, this is the truth. This is the truth. <clears throat> this battle is the war. For righteousness according to the word of God. Not my words, not your words, not what we think, but truth. God's truth. Amen? Amen. It is true that we are but dust, born in sin and shapen in iniquity. But we are also bought with a price. And that's what we need to share with the world. That Jesus didn't just die for us. He died for you too. He died for all of mankind. And his blood still flows from Calvary. All of us need him. We belong to him. If we can go to 1 Corinthians six, nineteen and 20. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, which you have of God, and you are not your own? It's his spirit that lives in us. So wherever we go, we take him with us. Whatever we do, we take him with us. He's there with us. So the Bible says that whatever you do in word or in deed, do all unto him. Do it all unto him. Do it all for him. Amen? <clears throat> for ye are bought with a price. Jesus went to Calvary. He shed his blood. It was not a pretty sight. It was not a fun place to be. He's not a beautiful uh, man on a cross just hanging there. He had blood dripping from the crown on his head down to his feet where he was nailed. A sword in his side. It was a gory, awful crucifixion. So you're bought with the price of his blood. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. We belong to him. He loves us. He bought us with his own blood. He didn't have to do it, but he did. And whether you know him or not, you can know him because he's here and he loves you. He loves every one of us. Jesus said, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. I cannot tell you, and I'm sure you could tell the same, how many times you'd be out witnessing to somebody or just telling somebody something about God and what he's done for your life and scriptures will come to your mind and it'll just flow out of your mouth and I'll be like, where did that come from? Right. But God brought it to my remembrance. God brings it to your remembrance. Because the comforter in you is the same comforter in me. It's the same Holy Spirit that came down in the book of Acts. Amen? The tools that we need to fight, first of all, is that we must be saved. We must be born again, according to the book of Acts in verse 2, chapter 38. I implore you to read that. If you're listening, I implore you to read the book of Acts. Ephesians 6.11 says, Put on the whole armor of God. Can we go to 6 and 14, please? Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth. Truth. Your loins girt about with truth. And having on the breastplate of righteousness. Protect your heart with the word of God. Amen? Amen? And your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, right here, wherewith you shall be able to withstand... Or qu- I can't read. Wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. So what you need the sword, you need the the shield of faith, you need the breastplate, you need to protect yourself with the word of God. This is the most important thing that your important book you will ever need in your home, in your life, in your in your workplace, at your desk, in your uh Uh, car. I keep one in my car. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. The helmet of salvation. Protect your mind. Protect your thoughts. Wear this whole armor of God and you will be full of the righteousness of the Lord. I'm telling you, listen to me. Read the word of God. Shield of faith to quench the fiery darts of the enemy, so we can protect ourselves, our helmet for our mind, our thoughts, so when people start coming against you, saying evil things to you, saying you're nothing but this or that, or you know, you're a bunch of crazy kooks down there, or whatever they have to say to you, it's not gonna matter. It's not gonna matter. Because this war has already been won. Amen it's not what we say or what they say or what the God, or what the word it's what it's what the word of God does say we fight against things we can't see but we know that they're real and I found that when people and we've seen it over and over again good friends people that have been and I don't mean just this church I've been in church a long time over 40 years they come and they go but when they go they should just go but they have to try to cause fights and division among the people of God. Well, see, we got the whole armor on. And we're fighting the fight, and we win. That's just the end of the story. If God's a winner, we're winners. You got it? We're warriors, and we're winners. Amen? There is one dominion, though, that everyone has fought or still fights. And that dominion is a controlling power or an authority that can keep us from being holy and righteous. And that is right here. What's in your mind? What are you thinking? We must pull down our own mind and any evil thoughts to renew our minds in Christ every day. Not just on Sunday or Wednesday, but every day, renewing of your mind. Amen? Let this mind be in you, which was in also Christ Jesus. Right here, Paul talks about the law of sin and the war against the flesh and the spirit in the book of Romans. Can we go there, please? When you're a new Christian, you know, you fight this fight. It's terrible because you don't know what you're doing. You don't know how to live for God. And you learn the hard way sometimes. But you learn it. You don't give up. No matter if you fall, you get up and you keep going. When we're new babies, we don't know how to walk yet. We trip and we fall, we bump into things. Amen? But when we are grown, we eat the meat. Hallelujah? Not only they, but ourselves also, which have the, is that? Yeah. First fruits of the spirit, even we ourselves, grown within ourselves, waiting for the adoption. That's, I don't think that's the right one. Romans eight twenty-three. Okay. <clears throat> waiting on the adoption to it, the redemption of our body. For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen and not hope for what a man seeth, why doth you hope for? What? I can't, I'm sorry, my, my eyes are getting worse. I can't even drive at night anymore. It's terrible to get old. But if we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it? It's hard to wait sometimes on God, isn't it? I know, it's funny, isn't it? <laughs> it's through prayer individually when we're home and collectively as the body of christ that we fight this fight amen, amen. now i'd like to share something you it's uh <clears throat> as i was studying this the, this came to my mind and i know it was god because it was just so awesome and it is an old english proverb written by a man named Robert Fulgham in the 1800s. Have you ever heard of him? Okay. Well, you mind if I say he wrote a book called Everything I Learned, I Learned in Kindergarten? He was the first writer of that book. Okay, anyways. (coughs) I also found as I studied this that many schools today use this little verse, this little English proverb, as a tool to help children that are being bullied in schools. And I never even heard of bullying when I was a kid, but it's rampant today in schools, right? And I know that you have all have heard this, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. The truth is words hurt, don't they? So as I researched this even more, the original version was this, sticks and stones may break our bones, but words will break our hearts. I thought, okay, Lord, where are we going with this? What I found is that we can get beaten up by the devil. We can get beaten up by the world. We can get beaten up by friends and family, by those who don't agree with the way way we we live our life, right? We can get beat down, beat up, broken, broken, bruised but our bones will heal and our heart will too amen because our heart is after him our heart is after God our flesh may weaken through each battle but I'm not going down a depressed hurtful road not for nobody been there done that I'm over it I wanna live for God. I want to feel the joy and the peace and the love. I want to have harmony in the church. You think God doesn't want that? He does. So he'll weed stuff out. And I'm gonna let him. He weeds stuff out of me and I want him to. I wanna be right before him. Every moment I get up, I ask God to help me. Help me today, Lord. I don't know what we're gonna do because you know now I'm I am old and retired. But I have more time for Jesus. It's so exciting. <laughs> Nothing is going to separate us from the love of God. Nothing. Sticks or stones, hurtful words, nothing. Amen? No matter the hurt, no matter the war, no matter the road run. Some schools use it to help the children to learn their value. That hurtful words are not the truth of how wonderful they are, right? They, are to, they teach them to take responsibility for their own feelings. Isn't that what God wants us to do? It's okay that they said them things to you. That doesn't really mean anything because that's not who you are. You are beautiful. You are strong you are holy, you are righteous, you are my righteousness. We put on Christ. Don't let anybody hurt you. Don't let anybody drag you down to their level. Don't do it. Fight the fight, the good fight of faith. We win. We win. We win. And we got to realize and remember who we are. I'm bought with a price. My God loves me. It don't matter what you do, what you say, how you think, how you try to twist things up, because I don't care to hear it. Stay over there. I'm going to stand right here, because I'm going to stand and I'm going to fight until I go to heaven and get out of here. That's it. We must realize our value. If the schools can teach teach the kids not to let the feelings hurt you, let them roll off your back like a duck, that's not who you are you're beautiful and Eleanor Roosevelt said this no one can make you feel inferior without your consent how about that how about that and I found one more that just brought tears to my eyes and you know I'm a crybaby so I still might cry Viktor Frankl have you ever heard of him Viktor Frankl He was a man who survived Auschwitz. He suffered the most horrendous experience that one could ever even imagine. He said this, between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space, between reacting or responding, is our power to choose our response. In our response, Lies our growth and our freedom. Hallelujah. My response will always be Jesus. My response will always be well, what does this Lord, the Word of God say about this? What doth say the Lord about what you're saying? Let's research it. Let's get out the concordance. Let's open up Google. Let's find out what does the Bible say my response will be freedom because we have freedom in Christ. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. We fight the good fight of faith and we win. Don't forget that. Don't let anybody drag you down to their level. You stand tall, a warrior for Christ. Amen? Amen. And the last scriptures is Isaiah 26, three and four. Thou will keep him in perfect peace. That's not 26. The, is Isaiah 26, verse 3 and 4. Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee. Keep your mind on Jesus. Keep your mind on the Lord. Always think about him. No matter what you're doing. Because he trusteth in thee. Trust ye in the Lord forever. For the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. He's almighty. He's a man of war. And we are his children. We're his warriors. And Pastor is our commander in chief. Hallelujah. We win. We win. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, for your word. We thank you, Lord, that we know you in such an intimate way. Thank you, God, for that there is a time for all things, even a time of war, God. Let us be prepared always with, with the uh, uh, to, to be ready with the armor of God upon us, Lord Jesus, that we'll be righteous and holy before you, that we will continue to do the will of God, Lord, as you ask us to do. God, bless this church. Bless our pastor. Bless each and every saint of God that is here and those that are not here. Bless our children, our children, children. God, have your way in our life. I pray, God, you open the doors, God, for all the visitors that will be coming. God, we know that it's coming. One day, one way, we're going to see miracles, signs and wonders, God, that you do every single day. We love you and we bless your name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We glorify your name and we lift you up. For God, there's no other way but your way. Your way is the right way God no matter what others may say or think God we gotta give ourselves unto you Lord for you gave everything for us God (coughs) hallelujah hallelujah Jesus (coughs) if anybody would like prayer you come up but I want to pray that everybody gets home safely tomorrow is going to be rainy so if you have to go out be very careful because you don't know if it's going to get slick tonight and the deer are out everywhere God bless you all